Let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be always acceptable in thy sight, O Lord, my strength and my redeemer. O Lord, open thou our lips. And our mouth shall show forth thy praise. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Praise ye the Lord. The Lord's name be praised. O come, let us sing unto the Lord. Let us heartily rejoice in the strength of our salvation. Let us come before his presence with thanksgiving, and show ourselves glad in him with psalms. For the Lord is a great God, a great King above all gods. In his hand are all the corners of the earth, and the strength of the hills is his also. The sea is his, and he made it. His hands prepared the dry land. O come, let us worship and fall down, and kneel before the Lord our Maker. For he is the Lord our God, and we are the people of his pasture, and the sheep of his hand. Today, if ye will hear his voice, harden not your hearts, as in the provocation, as in the day of temptation in the wilderness. When your fathers tempted me, proved me, and saw my works, forty years long was I grieved with this generation, and said, It is a people that do err in their hearts, for they have not known my ways, unto whom I swear in my wrath, that they should not enter into my rest. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Psalm 71 on page 425. In thee, O Lord, have I put my trust, let me never be put to confusion. But rid me and deliver me in thy righteousness, incline thy ear unto me and save me. Be thou my stronghold, whereunto I may always resort. Thou hast promised to help me, for thou art my house of defense and my castle. Deliver me, O my God, out of the hand of the ungodly, out of the hand of the unrighteous and cruel man. For thou, O Lord God, art the thing that I long for. Thou art my hope, even from my youth. Through thee have I been holden up ever since I was born. Thou art he that took me out of my mother's womb. My praise shall be always of thee. I am become, as it were, a monster unto many, but my sure trust is in thee. O let my mouth be filled with thy praise, that I may sing of thy glory and honor all the day long. Cast me not away in the time of age, forsake me not when my strength faileth me. For mine enemies speak against me, and they that lay wait for my soul take their counsel together, saying, God hath forsaken him, persecute him, and take him, for there is none to deliver him. Go not far from me, O God, my God haste thee to help me. Let them be confounded and perish that are against my soul. Let them be covered with shame and dishonor that seek to do me evil. As for me, I will patiently abide always, and will praise thee more and more. My mouth shall daily speak of thy righteousness and salvation, for I know no end thereof. I will go forth in the strength of the Lord God, and will make mention of thy righteousness only. Thou, O God, hast taught me from my youth up until now. Therefore will I tell of thy wondrous works. 
Forsake me not, O God, in mine old age when I am gray-headed, until I have showed thy strength unto this generation, and thy power to all them that are yet for to come. Thy righteousness, O God, is very high, and great things are they that thou hast done, O God, who is like unto thee. O oh, what great troubles and adversities hast thou showed me, and yet didst thou turn and refresh me, yea, and broughtest me from the deep of the earth again. Thou hast brought me to great honor, and comforted me on every side. Therefore will I praise thee in thy faithfulness, O God, playing upon an instrument of music. Unto thee will I sing upon the harp, O thou Holy One of Israel. My lips will be glad when I sing unto thee, and so will my soul whom thou hast delivered. My tongue also shall talk of thy righteousness all the day long, for they are confounded and brought unto shame that seek to do me evil. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Here beginneth the fourth verse of the fiftieth chapter of the book of Isaiah. The Lord has given me the tongue of the learned, that I should know how to speak a word in season to him who is weary. He awakens me morning by morning. He awakens my ear to hear as the learned. The Lord God has opened my ear, and I was not rebellious, nor did I turn away. I gave my back to those who struck me, and my cheeks to those who pluck out the beard. I did not hide my face from shame and spitting, for the Lord God will help me. Therefore, I will not be disgraced. Therefore, I have set my face like a flint, and I know that I will not be ashamed. He is near who justifies me, who will contend with me. Let us stand together. Who is my adversary? Let him come near me. Surely the Lord God will help me. Who is he who will condemn me? Indeed, they will all grow old like a garment. The moth will eat them up. Who among you fears the Lord? Who obeys the voice of his servant? Who walks in darkness and has no light? Let him trust in the name of the Lord and rely upon his God. Here endeth the first lesson. We praise thee, O God. We acknowledge thee to be the Lord. All the earth doth worship thee, the Father everlasting. To thee all angels cry aloud the heavens and all the powers therein. To thee cherubim and seraphim continually do cry, Holy, 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 Lord God of Sabaoth, heaven and earth are full of the majesty of thy glory. The glorious company of the apostles praise thee. The goodly fellowship of the prophets praise thee. The noble army of martyrs praise thee. The holy church throughout all the world doth acknowledge thee the father of an infinite majesty thine adorable true and only son also the holy ghost the comforter thou art the king of glory o christ thou art the everlasting son of the father when thou tookest upon thee to deliver man thou didst humble thyself to be born of a virgin when thou hadst overcome the sharpness of death thou didst open the kingdom of heaven to all believers 
Thou sittest at the right hand of God in the glory of the Father. We believe that thou shalt come to be our judge. We therefore pray thee, help thy servants, whom thou hast redeemed with thy precious blood. Make them to be numbered with thy saints in glory everlasting. O Lord, save thy people and bless thine heritage. Govern them and lift them up forever. Day by day we magnify thee, and we worship thy name ever, world without end. Vouchsafe, O Lord, to keep us this day without sin. O Lord, have mercy upon us, have mercy upon us. O Lord, let thy mercy be upon us as our trust is in thee. O Lord, in thee have I trusted, let me never be confounded. Here beginneth the twelfth chapter of the second epistle to the Corinthians. It is doubtless not profitable for me to boast. I will come to visions and revelations of the Lord. I know a man in Christ who fourteen years ago, whether in the body I do not know, or whether out of the body I do not know, God knows, such a one was caught up to the third heaven. And I know such a man, whether in the body or out of the body, I do not know. God knows how he was caught up into paradise and heard, heard inexpressible words, which it is not lawful for a man to utter. Of such a one I will boast, yet of myself I will not boast, except in my infirmities. For though I might desire to boast, I will not be a fool, for I will speak the truth, but I refrain, lest anyone should think of me above what he sees me to be, or hears from me, and lest I should be exalted above measure by the abundance of the revelations. A thorn in the flesh was given to me, a messenger of Satan to buffet me, lest I be exalted above measure. Concerning this thing, I pleaded with the Lord three times, that it might depart from me. And he said to me, my grace is sufficient for you, for my strength is made perfect in weakness. Therefore, most gladly, I will rather boast in my infirmities, that the power of Christ may rest upon me. Therefore, I take pleasure in infirmities, in reproaches, in needs, in persecutions, in distresses, for Christ's sake. For when I am weak, then I am strong. I have become a fool in boasting, you have compelled me, for I ought to have been commended by you, for in nothing was I behind the most eminent apostles, though I am nothing. Truly the signs of an apostle were accomplished among you with all perseverance in signs and wonders and mighty deeds. Here endeth the second lesson. Oh, be joyful, the Lord, all ye lands. Serve the Lord with gladness, and come before his presence with a song. Be ye sure that the Lord he is God. It is he that hath made us, and not we ourselves. We are his people, and the sheep of his pasture. O oh, go your way into his gates with thanksgiving, and into his courts with praise. Be thankful unto him, and speak good of his name. For the Lord is gracious, his mercy is everlasting, and his truth endureth from generation to generation. 
Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, Maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, His only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Ghost, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, dead, and buried. He descended into hell. The third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven and sitteth on the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From thence he shall come to judge the quick and the dead. I believe in the Holy Ghost, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. The Lord be with you. And with thy spirit. Let us pray. Our Father, who art in the heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. O Lord, show thy mercy upon us. And grant us thy salvation. O God, may clean our hearts within us. And take not thy Holy Spirit from us. O Lord God, who seest that we put not our trust in anything that we do, mercifully grant that by thy power we may be defended against all adversity. Through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. O God, who art the author of peace and lover of concord, and knowledge of whom standeth our eternal life, whose service is perfect freedom, defend us, thy humble servants, in all assaults of our enemies, that we, surely trusting in thy defense, may not fear the power of any adversaries, through the might of Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. O Lord, our Heavenly Father, almighty and everlasting God, who has safely brought us the beginning of this day, Defend us in the same with thy mighty power, and grant that this day we fall into no sin, neither run into any kind of danger, but that all our doings being ordered by thy governance may be righteous in thy sight, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Good morning, everyone. Just some quick thoughts about today's lessons. Um, we have a commonality between our two lessons this morning about being in a relationship with God and speaking his words, making his pronouncements, and yet at the same time having this connection with God yet still suffering in this world. And so if we look at our New Testament lesson here, Paul is writing to the Corinthians and it seems what they're undergoing is certain people have shown up in the church and have been touting their own spiritual experiences these mystical experiences as and then using that as as a basis for acquiring renown and power and 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 fame amongst the people and paul is making the point that you know 
that is not the be all and end all of the Christian life. This, he too has had a mystical experience going back 14 years previously, but that is not, that is not the determining factor of his, his, his ministry. It is not what makes him an apostle. It is adherence to, to Christ and adherence to his teachings. And we can see the fruits of this in his suffering. So, you know, there's a, a, a common thing it, it, throughout religions and human history is to see that <clears throat> somehow by being in a relationship with God or with the gods, that you are somehow supposed to get something. And that these mystical experiences were supposed to, to to be proof that you were holier than other people and that these mystical experiences give you credence and 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 authority to teach certain things and and Paul is turning that on its head he's saying that mystical experiences are great and wonderful and he wouldn't have given up his for anything but that is a momentary thing that is not what his ministry is based on his ministry is based on Christ himself. And when we enter into that relationship, we learn that that is the important thing so that whatever happens in this world, whether we have these amazing experiences, whether we have success in business or, or what you will, we still have this relationship with God even when those things fail, even when we suffer especially when we suffer, he's saying, that God manifests his glory in our weaknesses. When we are humbled and brought low because of our suffering and made weak, we can start to realize how reliant we have to be on Jesus, that in our weakness, he becomes stronger because we have to rely on him more. We, we are disabused of our false notions of our own self-sufficiency. We are corrected when we think that these, when we have mystical experiences, that they are ours, that we possess them, and that they aren't just a gift, that they aren't a, 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 an opportunity to grow closer to God. If we start to use those to acquire things in this world, if we start to think that that is the purpose of the Christian life, that it is the purpose of our relationship with God to have all these mystical experiences, we're, we're doing it wrong in essence. We are supposed to rejoice in our relationship with God, which is what we get from our, our Old Testament lesson with Isaiah, that his connection with God is the important thing and helps him endure the things that he, he will have to endure because he is faithful. And likewise, in our own lives, that when we suffer things, we should, it should always bring us closer to God and we should rely on him more deeply. And just one final thing I want to point out is that here we see that Paul has what he calls he's suffering from a thorn in the flesh and that he prays to God three times. And I think 
there's often been talk about, well, you should pray three times, and then if you don't get it, you should let it go. And I don't think that's what Paul's saying here. He prayed three times and received an actual answer from God and told him that his grace is sufficient for him. And so in that, we should continue to pray and only if we receive an answer does that mean that our prayer is has been completed in a, in essence that if you don't receive an answer from God that you should continue to pray and you know and continue to ask for th for the this relief from your suffering it's okay to continue to pray more than 3 times but also you know one final point in this God can speak to us in these mystical experiences, but also by not receiving mystical experiences, he is still talking to us. He's talking to us all the time. And so we should not think of mystical experiences, these, these transcendent experiences as somehow proof of our own sanctity, that if we don't receive this, we are doing something wrong. God is always speaking to us usually very quietly and we just have to per persevere in our relationship with him and always hold fast to him just some thoughts about today's lessons oh god the creator and preserver of all mankind we humbly beseech thee for all sorts and conditions of men that thou wouldest be pleased to make thy ways known unto them thy saving health unto all nations more especially pray for thy holy church universal that it may be so guided and governed by thy good spirit that all who profess and call themselves christians may be led into the way of truth and hold the faith in unity of spirit in the bond of peace and unrighteousness of life finally we commend to thy fatherly goodness all those who are any ways afflicted or distressed in mind body or estate that it may please thee to comfort and relieve them according to their several necessities, giving them patience under their sufferings and a happy issue out of all their afflictions. And this we beg for Jesus Christ's sake. Amen. Almighty God, Father of all mercies, we, thine unworthy servants, do give thee most humble and hearty thanks for all thy goodness and loving kindness to us and to all men. 